Real quick, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes, it it really is pretty easy. And it's free. That's the bonus. That's why I have the app, because it's free. Uh, It also has certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my iPhone. It's really iPhone friendly. I know a lot of apps aren't really iPhone friendly, but this one actually is. I mean, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, Anchor will also distribute all your podcasts for you. So anywhere that has podcasts and it'll be open, Anchor will send it for you. You don't have to try to submit at different places. One click and boom, it's there. And you can, the most important, I mean, you can make money from it with your podcast. I mean, you just pump it out. And once it starts to get traction, you start making some money. It's pretty cool. And Anchor will do all that for you again. It will show you everything through the app. And it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't really need a bunch of different uh, shit to try to get it going. You just download the app, hit record, uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, Graveyard Grumbler uses it, so it must be good. All right. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Sit back, relax, turn your lights out, light some candles, and listen to some stories about nightmares, ghosts, paranormal, and shit that just can't be explained. I am your host, the Graveyard Grumbler, and you're listening to Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. Hello and welcome to episode two of Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. I am your host, Tino Romero Jr., aka the Graveyard Grumbler, and I have three pretty good stories for you today. First one is from my middle child, Carissa Romero, and this is her encounter with the paranormal when she should have been asleep at three o'clock in the morning. The second is a fiction story I wrote that I was in the mood to write, so I wrote it, and I'll be sharing it with y'all today. And the third one is a weird, freaky dream that my my 17-year-old Victoria had that she just shared with us recently so hopefully everyone enjoys so this all took place while my best friend mia was sleeping over for some background we had been playing a bunch of demonic games and ghost hunting around my apartment it was about 3 maybe 3 10 a.m and mia had already fallen asleep so i decided why not watch some destry smith the creepy what the fuck five videos on possession and shit I was kind of tired, so I was preparing to turn everything off when I heard the door to the bedroom open. I looked over, and Lily, my little sister, walked down the hallway. She came out and sat at the end of the couch, by my feet, and I shit you not, I felt the weight of her dip the couch cushion. Lily, I said, it's 3am, why are you up? I asked, because I shouldn't have been up this late while me was asleep. She didn't answer. She just continued staring straight forward, watching the video, with a glassy look in her eye. I was really confused and told her to go to bed a couple of times before I heard the bedroom door open again, and Lily walked down into the hallway bathroom. I swear to Jesus Christ, my heart dropped so fucking fast and my head turned to see what Lily at the end of the couch was doing, but when I looked over, she was gone. The Black Death by Tina Romero I'm writing this from on top of my bed, in my bedroom. The year is 1350. The month is November, and the cold is beginning to settle in. My cottage is located in the countryside, just outside of London. I prefer the quiet, the void, the violent assault given to the leaves by the wind. Anything to avoid the chaos of the city. I'm a poet, or I want to become one, so I decided to move closer to London in hopes to break out with my poetry. That decision has been my worst one, and proves to be my last. When I moved, I noticed a surge in death everywhere. Everywhere reeked of death. 
As I got closer to the city, I saw bodies stacked on top of bodies. Piles just lined up in wagons all down the road. The stench of burned bodies and the death was so strong, you couldn't help from gagging and vomiting. A plague has infected England. People are calling it the Black Death. The Black Death is a horrible virus. You start to swell under your arms and the growing plague boils as doctors are calling you. Blood and pus would seep from these boils, along with a host of other symptoms, which include fever, chills, vomiting, diarrhea, terrible aches and pains, with death shortly following. I'm on the floor now, writing this. I decided I need to be closer to the fireplace in hopes to keep warm. I can feel the maggots crawling between my legs from the infected boil wounds. The rats are getting closer and are beginning to nibble at me. I believe it is a stench of death that has attracted them. I can't breathe and I'm growing weaker. I see this human bird figure at my window. He has a long beak and wears a black cloak. Is it the Grim Reaper that I see? In the distance, I hear children faintly singing. Ring around the rosy. Death is near. The beaked death seeker stares at me with his soulless eyes. He just stares through my window. The children are giggling louder now. The rats are starting to eat through the flesh. My death comes from a young lady sneezing in my direction. There must be a punishment from God. The children's voices are boisterous now. And the big reaper is holding what looks like a torch. It is a torch. He is setting my cottage ablaze. My last entry is one of pain and death. I have submitted to the Black Death. I think I may have been seven around the time my mom and dad decided they wanted to go on a date because they just had a kid and they felt they needed some damn time. The original plan was to drop us off at our grandma's house, but I was pretty insistent on going to my Aunt Pat's house. They finally gave in and they dropped my sisters off at my grandma's and me at my aunt's. Before they left, they explained my basic needs and my bedtime, kissed me, and were off. We had a great time. We played and watched TV for basically the entire day. When my bedtime approached, he took me to her room and tucked me into bed. She kissed me on the forehead and flipped off the lights. She went to the bathroom, the only light in the dark room being the light from the slit under the door. I sat alone in the dark for a few moments until a loud bang sounded from the bathroom, making my heart pound. It didn't sound like bottles hitting the tub. It sounded like a thud of someone's skull hitting something solid. I jumped out of the bed, hoping my Aunt Pat was okay. I opened the door and screamed. There she laid, motionless and breathless on the tile. I knew she was dead. I don't know how, but I knew. I woke up in a panic. It's not every day you dream about the death of a family member, but I shook it off because it was only a dream, right? Fast forward a day or two. I remember my mom calling us into the living room and telling us to sit down. She looked sad. I remember my heart dropping as she told us our aunt had passed away. My aunt Pat, the one I dreamed about. It wasn't until recently she told us how she died. My aunt was found dead in her bathroom floor, but it was just a dream. An odd coincidence, right? Damn.
hopefully everybody enjoyed those stories and dreams that were shared with my two daughters and my short story. Again, this is episode two of Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. Hopefully this was something that you guys can keep tuning into. I hope everybody has a wonderful night. Sleep well, sleep tight, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. It's time to blow out the candle and try to get some sleep. Remember, don't go investigate when you hear noises in the dark. We know what happens. Enjoy the night, enjoy the dark, and try to get some rest. This is the Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Stories. I am your host, the Graveyard Grumbler. Enjoy your night.